match for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. But then a little later it says like uh, about uh, well. These emotions arise up, and we recognize them now because we've done this work and we're becoming more aware. And we burned off a lot of these things, and we started to repair the past. And it's talking about now I'm in awareness. So now I'm in a position where I, I'm starting to see uh, selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. And when I see that, and then I would use like the mantra, like uh, God, please direct my thinking. May be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. Is, is that the self praying to self, or is that like a spirit or my nature of God praying to God? What is... There's no formula to say what it is. It's, it could be either. Okay. You know? But self-praying about self is fine. They negate each other. Just like when you ask a question, it's self asking the question about self. What you are doesn't need to be asked or anything. It's already so. And if it's awareness, it knows. <laughs> it doesn't, there's no lack of knowing in it. It's, the parasite talks to the parasite, right? And there's a, what happens is they negate each other, and then, and then there's that emptiness of your real nature. It becomes obvious. Not to the parasite, but to what you are. Yeah? Yeah. You get a free sample, they call it, and you'll get more free samples. So what we call in recovery, I think, is called the pause. You'll be, you'll sense that pause. You think a pause is maybe a nanosecond. It's an eternity, really. It's a timeless event. The pause. It's not based on time. Yeah. It intersects into time, and then there's the pause. There's no time in the pause. It's eternity, really. Something's revealed in the pause. The selfing stops. Yeah. The selfing stops. It's a verb. It's like the pause is when it gets startled into stopping. And that's that's your eternal salvation in that pause. It shows you what you are. You're not that verb of selfing. And therefore, you don't have to believe that when it tells you you're connected or disconnected or what, how the now should feel if I'm in it or not. It's all baloney. It's all an interpretation. The now is an always organic, moving, different thing. Yeah, it doesn't, it's not a lot of times like fireworks and everything like that. It's like dog shit awareness. It just seems really ordinary. You're just wide awake. Present, yeah? And then, you know, what you think was a higher experience and a low experience get muddled. It doesn't matter much anymore, experience. It's a sense of being on all the time. Yeah? So your day, the way I see a day is very, has very little to do with the particulars. It's the sense of the whole day. Yeah? The sense of awareness is permeates everything that ever happened or didn't happen in the day. That's my attention is more in that than what happens in the day. Yeah? So the day is sort of like I don't, one of those eraser things. It's you know what happened like an etch-a-sketch. Yeah? All these lines get formed called Monday and then just it gets erased and Tuesday and erased. But there's this overall presence of spirit that never gets erased. It's the context of life. And that's where, I, for my, my attention has been drawn into that instead of into the narrative or my experience. Experiences come and go. Why are, we, are we here just consuming experiences? That's what a lot of people are doing. They're trying to have the most experiences they can. But the state of life isn't an experience. It's a sense of constancy. That's why you don't recognize it. 
Just like you don't recognize gravity. No one was at a cafe today where someone was complaining about the effects of gravity. Not one. Oh, you know, gravity was really on my right shoulder today. How about you? No. But as a physicality, we're constantly at the effect of gravity, yet we have no idea of gravity. We're constantly the eff- we're in this soup of spirit, and we have no idea of it. <laughs> so we have all these experiences of a fish, you know, running into do 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 do, but the sense of the ocean is having the experience of the fish. The ex- fish is having the experience that it thinks that, but actually the real experience is the ocean having the experience of a fish. You're the ocean experiencing life as a fish, but there's the intimate sense of that you're the ocean. That's the beauty of it. You can't know it. You can't know what you are. It's impossible to know what you are. You have to be something else to know something. You can't know the truth. You are the truth. You can't have an experience of the truth. You have a life of the truth. A life, an overriding state, becomes your experience. Not an experience that changes and comes and goes. But your, your experience of life is just a sense of an overall state that never changes. It's trippy as hell. It's really a nice ride, man. Check it out. Gave you the key. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So when you talk about the, the parasite, you're talking about the self? self- talking about self-centeredness. There's no self. It's a system called self-centeredness. Creates an, creates an illusion of being a noun. So we call it the self. But the self to me is with a, uh, like a loose definition of a feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity based on body. Yeah? So this I call the self. It's a feeling of being this. And in this sense of being this, the way this parasitical mind works, it creates a that that it can ignore, which is spirit. So I'm this, therefore I'm not that. Yeah? I'm saying you are that, therefore you're not this. Simple as that. And I found when I live from I am that and therefore not this, my life is lighter. Here I travel much lighter. And when I'm in this, if this is not that and this is that, then I travel heavier. Simple as that. And I don't want to travel heavy, so tired. I recognized it. That's right. I could tell you a story, but it would just be that. I don't know what happened. I know that did not happen. There may have been things that happened that allowed me to recognize that that did not happen, because it's always so. But I don't know. I can't. I wouldn't vouch for anything I say. <laughs> it's just a story. I have no clue. I don't know what's going on. Literally, I would say. <laughs> I would say. Uh, yeah. I would say something. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Something just shifted. To me, I, 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 I use the word emphasis because that's what it feels like. The emphasis was on the thinking and this and that, and now the emphasis has been lifted and it's on something else. I don't know what that is, but I'm at the effects of it and I like the effects. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's not like what it used to be. So the emphasis just shifted. Now, I don't know how that happened, 
I don't know. I could say it, this ha- this caused it, but I don't believe that. I don't think it just happened. Exactly. No, you don't. No, 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 no. To, to be aware of something, you had to be unaware of something. But not to be aware of awareness. You are that. You don't have to be unaware of it. Yeah. See, like this one guy says, a really nice little statement. You know, you have to be aware to think. You wouldn't see thoughts unless you were. But you don't have to think to be aware. You're aware. Yeah? And you don't have to experience unawareness to get that you're aware. You're aware. When you were a kid, you were getting you were aware. And you didn't have to have the comparison of an unawareness. But you just didn't give it a name, which is so beautiful. It was just natural. You weren't thinking there was a Paul that was aware. Hey, Paul's been playing with ants and ants alone for 12 hours. Wow. No, there was none of that. There was just engagement and... Conscious contact, running around, shitting, getting super pissed, and then totally laughing. Everything just coming through, and nothing getting held onto, attached to, or made a story of. And it was sort of wonderful, wasn't it? I saw. I wasn't in an abusive family, so it was pretty nice. You know, I was really like the pictures of my family and me when I was young. I looked like a little cherub, you know. Then around five years old, pictures of my family. I'd be. You could see me in the picture looking at my mother suspiciously, you know. The thinking had already begun. And the thinking immediately I felt separate from my family. That's where it first began. And the rest of my life I felt separate from everyone and everything since. That's what the parasite does. It isolates you and then it takes you over. It's a nasty little mother. Yeah. And there isn't a parasite. It's just a name for something. It's a movement. It's a way of, you know, painting a picture of something. I am that I am, yeah. It's being. Yeah. And, and we go around, Adam goes around and says, I am angry. I am resentful. And so therefore I attach my present state to that emotion. And, and, and so then I think that it's true. I, 
Listen to some CDs. You can download talks yeah. from my website. Seriously. Repetition is helpful. Or find other teachers that you like. You may not like me, but there's other people that are offering similar things. But I have a website called zenbitchslap.com. I've done tons of talks. You can download those talks for free and, and give them a tumble. See what happens. Repetition is important. And there was one thing that got touched on earlier, and I, I see if it relates to you, that is connected like with the six and seven step and like with this thing of watching and praying. You know, and the only way I become aware of this, this shit that I'm up to is through my sponsor, through someone else that can see me clearly. Because I, I can't see myself objectively. You know, I'm all subjectively wrapped up in it. And, and through continuously doing like, you know, fourth and fifth steps and doing inventories and talking to the sponsor and stuff, I've become to wake up and see myself more objectively. And then so when I'm sitting in a meeting, I just moved up here, so I don't know anybody, and I come in and I'm sitting here, I'm like, I wonder what people think, you know, da, 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 da. who am I going to make friends with? And so all this shit is running. And he said, Adam, when you're sitting there and you're having all this stuff come up, just sit there quietly and say that that is not I, that is not true self. That's what is known as fear. God, Anxiety. Really. God, please remove that from me. I'm like a little seven step. And then I'm a Christian, so now I'll say the Jesus prayer. Or repetitive prayer. Or Jewish, whatever. And say the repetitive prayer. Because the, and, and then I do, I can find a connection, and then it helps me get <coughs> detached from that. So yeah. I can be so identified with it. And I can be in the moment of one. It's a tough well, it may be tough now, but it doesn't have to stay tough. And also, the the approach that you'll use will get more minim, uh, economized, where you'll know something and won't have to do anything about it. It's it's a possibility. In other words, I don't do anything about it. I don't do. Because there's a recognition I'm not that. So when it appears, I don't get engaged as me in it. Yeah? So there's a freedom. Now, at times it wasn't, so I had to work at it. Yeah? But that doesn't mean it's going to be the case. Freedom can lead to a real freedom. Yeah? So steps to freedom can actually lead to freedom from steps. <laughs> yeah. It's a possibility. Yeah? Yeah. Yes? Hi. I am... Um Read, uh, actually, finished a couple of spiritual books, and um, <laughs> you know, I had that like very delusional headache, and there are like a carnival. I took my carnival, something like that, followed by carnival, and there's like Elvis is juggling disco balls, like it's crazy in there. And um, you know, and I read a couple of books, um, actually, one of the um, Eckhart Tolle books, that yeah, had. yeah. And he, uh, there was a practice he talked about, just like, like just, just go back to the breath, just like three seconds back to the breath. You know, I painted my nails black, so whenever I looked at my nails, you know, just stop, see a breath, like, Kodak, what's going on? Wow, like, really? Like, you're next week, you're back there, it's like, you're fucking crazy, like, back to the breath. And I was doing that a little bit, and then um, when I take a cigarette out, you know, I try to, like, you know, God's will, not mine, just because I'm always doing something, I'm going to smoke. And uh, it's actually been helping me to, you know, 
get the fuck out of my head. And my, yeah. the fuck's landing on the carpet. Crazy. I didn't realize the fuck was radio. Um, I mean, if anybody likes little practice, like a massive race of I'm going to share you something. This is, this is important because of practices. Now, I don't have any but Practices. I'll give you an old story. I love this story. It's an old Indian story about a lion. And there's a lion, uh, a, young, uh, a young lion and a mom. And the older lion dies. And the young lion is now orphaned. And it's roaming around, and it doesn't know what's going on or who it is. It's and so it sees a herd of sheep, and it tries to go to the herd of sheep. Of course, the sheep recognize it, but it doesn't recognize itself. And so the sheep realize, hey, this thing doesn't even know it's a freaking lion, and it can eat us. So they let it join their little herd. And so now he's living as a sheep for a couple of years. Yeah? So he's chewing cud, you know, he's <coughs> just sitting around talking about who's going to be the next sweater, and he's, you know, concerned and... And, you know, it's not feeling that satisfying to him, but he doesn't really know any better. Yeah, So he's trying to be the best sheep he can be. And he's going on like this for quite a while. And the sheep aren't saying anything, you know. They sort of like this lion like a sheep. And then one day an old lion comes into the, the uh, area, and he's hungry. He's looking to kill a sheep. And so he starts chasing the herd. And the young lion is running with the herd. The old lion recognizes it and goes... Hey, this young lion's joined the hunt. But then he keeps looking at it and realizes the young lion's running away from him. So he goes, what the hell's up with this? So he runs after the young lion, and the young lion rolls over his back and says, please, please, I'm just a humble sheep, blah, 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 blah. And he, and he actually has been told about a lion. He goes, Mr. Lion, I'm just a humble sheep. But the young li- old lion's like amazed. What the hell's going on here? So he doesn't say anything. He just grabs the young lion, and he brings it over to this pond, and he sticks both their heads over and when the young lion, which it has the ability to see, sees the reflections, what happens? He recognizes his nature. He's a freaking lion. Yeah? The lion doesn't have to say, you're a lion, or this or that. He sees it. He has that spiritual awakening. Then the old lion goes roar. The young lion doesn't have to take workshops on how to roar. It roars. It hadn't roared ever, and yet suddenly it roars like that. Yeah? Why? Because it recognized its true nature. It wasn't a sheep. The irritable restlessness and discontentment it was feeling constantly living as a sheep was because of its nature as a lion, being unappreciated. All right, so now we hear this, but this is the little dilemma about messages and practices. So here's the message. Let's say I come here and I go, hey, you're a lion. Yes? Now you're sitting here, and the message gets delivered, you're a lion. But unbeknownst maybe to you, you're hearing it with sheep ears. So the best thing the sheep can do with that message, you're a lion, is it translates it into, I can become like a lion. Now, of course, when the sheep start trying to become like a lion, they're going to have some experiences that are going to be cool. They maybe be courageous and they practice roaring and maybe they get a group of them and they buy pictures of lions and they put them up and they sit there and they candles to the lions and... Yes, they're really noble because they want to become like a lion. What great nobility for a sheep to want to become like a lion. It sounds all well and good, but the problem is it is a lion. So all the while it's trying to become like a lion, it's affirming the lie that it's a sheep. That's the one dilemma about practices, any practice. Just to have the the minor little invitation that 
you may be hearing the message about self with self-ears. Yes? The self-ears will say, oh, I can become like that thing he's talking about. You, as a self, can never become like what you are. Because you are already that. You cannot become like it. You can become like a replica it has of it, which isn't it. Yes? So you may look like you're free, or you may have a sense of freedom occasionally, but you won't have that radical sense of being a lion. Because you're still believing you're a sheep that's becoming a lion. That was the dilemma about practices, all practices to me, because I participated in spiritual practices, and that's what I saw after years of practicing meditation. I realized I was still doing it from the idea that I'm Paul, who's going to do this practice to get something that will make Paul better. When I finally realized I'm not Paul, that I found meditation is something that's happening to me. I'm being meditated, actually. And I can sit and sense that, because the spirit is meditation. So I don't practice anything anymore. And I sit still at times or I don't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change one bit what's going on in me. If I meditate or I don't. <laughs> because the fact is I am that. That to me is the, that is the solution. And while in the solution you can do all these other things, great. But hey, maybe just entertain the idea that it's not you that's doing them. Yeah? That there's just the doing of it. There may be the idea of that you're doing it to get better, but there's just the doing of meditation, doing the thing of looking at your nails and recognizing you're here. That's all well and good, but the head will try to interpret it as that you're doing it. And when it does that, that's bondage to self. Even in the pursuit of freedom, there'll be bondage to selfing. It was a drag when I found that out, because I really worked hard. I've been in retreats in Thailand, getting bit by mosquitoes, sitting 13 hours in jungles, and meditating here and there, and when it dawned on me that <laughs> nothing had fundamentally changed, it was still the misidentification, thinking it was practicing something to get better, and then when that was correct, let's correct the f- primary confusion. I'm not that. Then if I want to become a great meditator, far out, do it. But I'm not doing it to get anything anymore. I'm just doing it because that's what's being done, yeah? So now I practice a lot more than I ever did because it's not a practice anymore. That carnival always seems to just assert itself. It won't. You'll lose interest in it. It tries to insert itself, but it has to have your belief in it to make it... it, The carnival is colored by your belief. It has no color, that carnival, when it comes to town. Until you greet it as yours or about you, then you splash it with all the color it has to bind you with. So when you recognize you're not that, you withhold your ability to give meaning to things, to make things that aren't real seem real. The false evidence appears to be false evidence. It doesn't come to be appear to be real. You recognize it as false evidence. It's recognition. It's recognition, recognition, recognition. Yes. I'm really enjoying this. Let's have a lot of questions to get into it. Um, um, it, it, you know, like, for me, myself, when, when, when that takes over, it has to be that switch. It seems like, you know, it has to be a physical switch. That's what they act, you know. I want, it's, let me know when this, I can turn this off or on, but it's not really a physical switch. That's just myself projecting that. I, when yeah, I look at myself, exactly. that's how I have to go, 
Wait a minute, but come on, tell me how you turned that off and on. It's not about, it is. That's right. It is. The on, it's only on the on switch. That's you good. believe you're playing on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, yeah, but it's yeah. not moving at all. <laughs> it's always on. <laughs> you want to play God, you want to think you can put it on and off. That's yeah, crazy. Yes, yes. Hey, man. How are you? Good. I don't know, I'm back again. I know. I don't know where I am. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't understand. Exactly. Um, <laughs> got it. That's a great place. Maybe I'm a stupid person. No, know. you're here. I mean, I, I know, I understand that, and I want to not have to go back to that ever again. Yeah. Because I don't like it. Yeah. I like being me. I know who he is. I remember the kid as me, and I like this now. Yeah. I don't even allow others to get into me. No time for that anymore. People's personalities or behaviors or what have you, I just, it's just not there. But I ask myself when you talk, do I plan about taking a trip? Like, am I allowed to think about making a reservation? And yes. You understand? Because yes. you make it. You, you make have it. permission. No, I don't, I'm not, I'm not asking you, I'm asking me. Yes. Do you think? Do you? Do you I don't think, think but I, think, I see thoughts, yes. But I, I, don't I understand. You see thoughts. Okay. Yes. The best part of what you did tonight, again, was when leave. you showed your emotional part, yeah. you showed me that you could go back and think of hurt. You know, you, you worried about people not getting it. it, it yeah. I almost thought it affected you for a minute. And that you want people to have it so badly, what you have. But well, that's my cross. That's the problem, in a way. I still have a, des a, a, a really desire to see my tribe mates have a taste of what I've been given, you know? Yeah. Call me crazy, but no, I have no, that drive. I, I don't. It, it made me believe in you. It made me believe in what you were saying that I couldn't clear up in, yeah. my, in my own head. Um you don't want to walk around like that. No. No. It doesn't mean I'm exempt. I feel suffering, tons of it, and of, of that, but there's no me that does it. Yeah? The suffering was an appearance in life, and it has, it has a large effect on me. I don't, uh, I wouldn't wish it on anyone if I had any ability to wish on th anything on people. And if, it's sort of like us. You know, we were in hell, and then Something took us out of it, and it was called AA. So we know the bus that can take someone who's in the hell out of it if they have what we have. I'm gonna, I want to share that. I want to see people to get on that bus and come out of hell. And be yeah. happy. Yeah, why not? So if I found, for years I did, I forget I meaning I, you know, but I led four-step workshops, and I was very into it because I thought that was the most I could do is maybe illuminate the procedure of how to do an inventory, because it's a very important step in our book. Then this occurred to me, and I, I left that nuts and bolts because this was like a quantum leap in a way. It was just a freedom that was different than all the other freedoms I tried to work towards or get or have. And I said, man, if I could just tickle people's ability to entertain this, just to have them entertain the possibility I'm not that, that's my seat assignment in a way. Yeah? 
That's what I'm doing. I'm could attempting the whatever. Could it be a fourth step? Is why I'm having such a problem with this because I haven't. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Like I'm not doing the fourth step. I've well, gotten plenty of literature. I got a small. Yes, yeah, do it. Do it. Do the steps. This isn't. See, people are always trying to look at for the easy way out. This has nothing. To, this isn't like because people are sitting here and go. It's like we're seeking permission not to do what we don't want to do. No, no, no. I, I know that it says for the freedom of the bond of bondage of self comes to for. I would do the inventory because what you do is you recognize the parasite. That's what you see. When they say you're going to see the patterns, you're not seeing your patterns, you're seeing the parasite's patterns. So that you can recognize it, and then I'm just adding an understanding because that recognition will be triggered that... I'm not that. Not to recognize it and, and call, oh, now I know what I am. To me, that's how it doubles back and bonds you again. That's why it makes self-knowledge avails you nothing. I'm giving you one little step back so when you see what you are so afraid of calling you, and you go, that was me, and I am not that. You see? That was me, because what we're trying to do is say I'm not that mentally, which makes us that. So we do the fourth step and we admit all the things we've been trying not to admit. And we admit, I am that. And I'm adding one extra step I don't think we've had, which is, and I'm not that. So you, you don't, you own it and then truly disown it. Instead of disowning it the way we're doing now, you own it and then you truly disown it. Yes? Because you realize, I'm not that. But what we're doing is trying to disown it as the owner of it. And that's why we're bound by it. So we now own it. Yeah? Like when I was young, some things were incredibly overwhelming for me. So my whole job was to make them unreal. They were so real to me, my whole life was about making them unreal. Yeah? By making them unreal, they came as real as real can be. I got an AA, I, let what, I stopped trying to make everything unreal, I let it be as real as it can be, and it showed me its real nature, which is it's unreal. So I told the truth, wrote it down, accepted and, and admitted all my faults and my this and my that, and I realized I'm not that. So yes, do the work. Yeah, I'm just adding something on, so when you hold the work, you won't Fold it up and bind yourself again with it. You'll be able to hold it and shh, let it freaking really go. So it doesn't turn into self-knowledge because it will avail you nothing. So yeah. essentially you're saying we are divine spirits. Yes. We just have to acknowledge that divine spirit and get rid of all the rest. Well, you don't have to get rid of it. Well, just know it's not you. Exactly. Just acknowledge that you're part of this... Uh, Yes, that's a nice beginning. That's the greatest disclaimer of being that, is to recognize what you are. It's the greatest disclaimer. Once you start recognizing what you are, you see you're not that. It's like clear as day. Yeah. I think meditation's great. I was just trying to add that one thing. Every once in a while, question who's the meditator. Just make sure it's not the parasite claiming your act of meditating. Really, because if it is... It's going to dampen the effects of the meditation. Yes, and then you... Yeah. Did I? Oh, the fifth step. Yes, yes. Exactly. 
It was the fifth step when I mostly showed, the you that I really am showed up in my life again, was doing the fifth step. What I'd really been missing and looking for was actually me the whole time. It was, there wasn't enough of me in my own life. There was a lot of selfing, but not much me. When I told the truth about the selfing and all like that, I felt me again. And it, and it was pretty satisfying. And I realized that's what I'd been missing my whole life. I wasn't showing up in my own life. Selfing was. Claiming to be me. Yeah? It rushed in and it, and it became my representative. And I forgot what I was. And then I did the fifth step and a, a large, that's a, sort of like swooshed in. And I had a sense of satisfaction and well-being because I showed up finally. I, what I am. Yeah, it's beautiful. Hey, it's beautiful. This is not uh, like do this or AA. No. This is just an understanding while you're practicing AA. You have a perfect way of life already in place. I'm just adding one little thing to it, which I believe will can radicalize your experience of traveling lighter because it's done it with me. That's why I believe it can do it for you because it's happened. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, let me get this Yeah. You have plenty. Right? <laughs> Even when you're in it, you have plenty of spirituality. You know, so, you know, but a lot of time I'm in a lot of pain. Most yeah. Of the in my head. Yeah. In my head. It has nothing to do with nothing outside. Everything outside is exactly the way it's supposed to be. You know? Well, that's why I'm, I'm trying to share that first part. Like, one of the first immunities is to thought. And when you have that immunity of thought, you'll feel some relief. 
Seriously, when you hold a thought as a thought not yours, you'll travel lighter with it. So it won't mean that the burden of thoughts is dismissed, but they'll be lighter. So you'll feel a lot easier with them. Yes? And in that, that's, that's sort of like an indicator. You're onto something, and then you just keep entertaining the possibility. See, we're, we've been conditioned not to be able to entertain the possibility of being free. We think we have to do and have something to get there. We are freedom. So this is what happens. Your ability to entertain gets released from just entertaining self-centeredness, which is the same old, same old, and it can start entertaining some radical ideas like, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay even when my head tells me I'm not okay. Yeah? In other words, my okayness isn't based on my, you know, the, the passing of the big statement, you're not okay today, Paul. I'll go, thank you, thank you. Come on, write that out to lunch. I notice it when you used to go to work. This happened to me all the time. I'd be at work, and then uh, I'd go home, and around 8 o'clock at night, my mind would tell me I had a bad day. Like I was in the day the whole time. I would have thought I would have recognized it when it was bad, you know, at 9.30. But it takes me to 8 o'clock to figure it out. I'm on that much of a time delay for my own life. Oh, you had a bad day. Oh, thank you, old great one, for telling me. The thing's making it up. It's insane. It's freaking insane. It's, it's just like throwing darts in the dark, and you're, oh, yeah, it was right at once, you know. <laughs> They're out to get you. They're not thinking of you. They're self-centered. They're only thinking about themselves. No one's spending much time thinking about you. Oh, I know they're thinking about me. No, they're not. You're thinking that they're thinking about you. That's all that's happening. It's crazy, man. So, yeah, it's going to, tr- hopefully, this isn't a should or shouldn't. I don't, you know, you don't have to change a damn thing. You don't have to know this or try to entertain what I've offered. You don't have to come ever back or care about it at all. You know, you don't. There's no have to or should in this. It's just a simple invitation. Maybe you can entertain it, and if it starts producing some kind of sense of, maybe it'll cause a heaviness, but it's telling you there's real lightness involved. Whatever, and then go with it, or not. You're not, you're off the hook in a sense. You know, you don't have to do a damn thing if you're willing to be accountable for whatever happens. So this isn't like, you now, you've heard this, you should, no, I don't care what you do. It's just an invitation. If it helps you, use it. If it doesn't, discard it. Go somewhere else. Practice being a self. It's all right. You'll get some freedom from it. You'll feel better. You'll have a bigger yard or a larger cell. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's better than the way it is now. I'm just saying if you're led to this, this is another possibility. It's like, this is like a buffet. I'm just putting an extra dish in. I'm not saying all the other dishes suck. I'm just adding a piece of cod, so to speak. You may like cod. Oh, well, what about mackerel? Hey, mackerel's great too. I don't know, but this is cod. But what, how does it compare to salmon? I don't know. It's cod. If you like it, try it. If you don't, don't. I'm a cod salesman. I'm not a mackerel salmon salesman. I'm selling you cod. If you like it, try it. Yeah. I've had my own. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm an authorized cod salesman. <laughs> yes. I just want to ask you, how long were you in recovery before you took this extra plate onto the buffet? Well, it started, well, in, this, in the chronological time, I think it was about... Nine, eight years, nine years, I started to, something started to tingle in there. And now I'm sober 21 years. So. What set the tingle off? Is there any specific? 
could say, I think it was maybe a, I don't know. I couldn't, I can't really put a finger on it. Let's just say my ability to entertain got resurrected. And I started to entertain possibilities that I hadn't entertained before. First, it was introduced to me by a woman outside of me. She told me, hey, instead of trying to look for another meditation technique, why not ask who's the meditator? So when I started to do that, I started that, when I asked a subjective question, I started to feel this, this like, it felt like this in a way. I would, I'd be somewhere and I'd just go, who is this I? Yeah? And then there would be no, no answer and then suddenly it felt like, some energy would just drop. And then I'd be, wow. And then, uh, then some other thought would come up. I'd go, well, who is that? Who is that? Who is it that's thinking that? And I'd ask, and no one would rise. I didn't see anyone. And boom, And then it was like, what happened is, it's like this whole room, with nothing changing, nothing in particular changed, dropped 10 feet. I started dropping into levels of relaxation I had never known before. But I didn't even notice it at first. It took me a while traveling that way to come up for my head to get on it, going, hey, something's happened, you know, because things were different. At first, the head that you identified as doesn't recognize it. I mean, it has no idea what's happening. And, but it comes to it, starts start sensing it after a period of time. And that's what occurred. I started to ask these subjective questions. People presented what they were going to present, and then I said, okay, I'm going to ask who this is. Because there seems to be a big assumption. It's Paul. Let's find out. So I started asking subjective questions. After a period of time, I didn't have to ask those subjective questions before because I had something started to happen that became obvious. Yeah? Then I just entertained that obviousness. And then it, when you entertain obvious, what it does is it reveals it's more, it's more obvious than you imagined. <laughs> and then uh, hopefully you're, you're softened up enough that when... Because it's terrible news to the self that there isn't one. Yeah? It has a hard time running around with that one. So you may go through a rough patch. I don't want to tell you you will. I don't want to tell you about it.